0: Welcome back to the Grime Podcast, the show where we talk about not following the rules but changing them, and sometimes coffee. I'm Justin. I'm
1: Hudson.
0: And today we are going to talk about like getting your foot in the door as being a freelance photographer. Um, but before we get into that, Hudson, what are you drinking today? What do you got? Coffee
1: there? and ginger ale. I know, but
0: what kind of coffee is that?
1: Uh, Starbucks coffee. It's not very good, but it's coffee.
0: I'm drinking caribou keurig coffee and yeah. normally we don't drink such horrendous coffee yeah, it's but it's just cool. quick and it's easy and you need yeah. it man so anyway uh back into the the freelance photographer how do you get your foot in the door as as that hudson what right. what's some of the struggles or how how do you how do you do, do that how do you start? yeah
1: all right so this is It's not very difficult. It's very simple, but it's not easy. So, obviously, number one, you need to be able to take good photos. You need to know what manual mode is on your camera, and if you don't know what that is, you should probably not even think about selling photos. Um, You should definitely master your camera, and your equipment is never an excuse not to start a business, number one. Um, But... Basically, if you feel like you've mastered your camera to the point where you would be able, you would be comfortable taking pictures of somebody's big day, no matter whether that's a birthday party or a, you know, what is it called? A wedding. A, a wedding. A <laughs> quinceanera. Anything like that. Like you should, like, definitely make sure you would be. If you you're like, I'm a little nervous. I don't know if I could do it. That's that's okay, but if you're like, there is no way that anyone would pay me, then don't, because you don't want to mess that yeah. up for someone.
0: This whole topic of kind of getting your foot in the door as a freelance photographer is already assuming you produce content that is, that is valuable. Um, if mm-hmm. if you just got a camera and you're just starting to learn photography, maybe you should wait just a little bit, get really good, um, and, and just p- puts put some of your work out there. Like if you haven't even started taking pictures yet, but you just got a camera for Christmas or your birthday or something like start taking pictures, start an Instagram account and that is the best way. Yeah. Like before, before you even start thinking about making money doing this, just start an Instagram account or a Facebook account, just posting pictures. Um, and, and, generate some kind of a following of your photos and there are all sorts of tips and tricks on how to grow on Instagram. I mean, that's probably another episode we could do in and of itself, just growth on Instagram as a photographer. Um, but yeah, this, this is all assuming you're doing these things already. You are a photographer who knows how to take high quality photos. You just, you know that they're high quality and that they are of value. And now you are trying to monetize that service. Um, and like, as like Hudson was saying earlier, like it's okay to feel a certain level of nervous because like shooting a wedding, the first time I shot a wedding, that was terrifying. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, that was the third wedding i had ever been in, been to in my life. Um, I mean, I don't like weddings, but I like filming them. Oh, um, wedding. Being a part of a wedding is so fun. Being in a wedding is
1: horrible. Like, yeah. if you have to go sit and be in the wedding for all the boring parts and whatever, like, that sucks. But Unless what, it's your friends. When, but if, when, if you don't yeah. know them, it's like, oh if my you, goodness. If you, either if you don't know them or it's just like, you, you know, it's very distant friends or whatever, like, it sucks. But what is amazing is going through the whole day... Going like it's like it's honestly better for me personally, I think, than the groom and the bride because because I'm going through the whole day getting free food, watching, being a part of a party, getting to make cool content of the party. And at the end of the night, everybody spent money and I made money. Yeah, that is my favorite aspect of, you know like weddings in general is like it's a party you're there like nobody's gonna really you know uh you know and that's i i i'm not a big fan of super duper formal weddings um but it is what it is um and most of the time that's who's gonna book with you is the people who want formal weddings but like with that kind of stuff like you you need to know like that you truly want to make money at it and if, you, if you're like, I don't even know if I want to make money on it, don't try. Because it, it will, if not... It ruins the fun. If not done in the right way, um, in with the right determination, it will completely ruin the craft for you. It will make it horrible. Because yeah. you're just like, oh, I have to go take more photos of this stupid car company. Because, you know, whatever. And I don't even like cars. And like... That's what that's the attitude you don't want to have. Yeah. That.
0: And that's just where you need to be honest with yourself and and ask yourself, what is my motivation? Now, so I mean that as a creative person, that's something I struggle with is am I in this because I'm chasing a paycheck or am I in this because I'm mm-hmm. trying to do what I love? And what when I'm in a right state of mind, I know that my heart is chasing the freedom of being able to do mm-hmm. what I love. Every single day. Like if, if I didn't have to worry about paying my bills and I could wake up every single day and and do, do what I love, yeah. which is be a creator, um I I, I wouldn't yeah. care how much money I'm making. The only reason that I'm concerned about making money is because like every other person on this planet, I have bills to pay and food that I have to purchase exactly. and stuff like that. So yeah. um if, if 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 anybody ever accuses you of being in it for the money don't take that offensively if you know where your heart is that's the most important well
1: and another way to determine that whether you're like if you don't know if you're like trying to do it just because you you think it's going to be easy or fun or you know um a lot of people instead of chasing the money they chase the freedom that it gives you yeah and i i definitely chase that and i definitely chase money but it's not like that is not like the best way to determine for me would be like hands down you it's saturday you have nothing booked what do you do i grab my camera and go take photos so that's how i know i'm in it for photography not for you know on my off time i am still grabbing my camera over anything else and going out and taking photos yeah because that's like the whole process of you know you're out adventuring exploring you're not sitting inside playing video games you're outside you're shooting and then you shoot you come back and then you got something out of it that you can share with the whole world. I love that. And there's people falling down the stairs. Yeah. Outside. So <laughs>
0: I would say that that's probably the first step in um like getting your foot in the door for for that. It sounds a little silly because technically your foot's not in the door yet. But that's just before step you one even is evaluating. Yeah. Whether b- you truly before you be even here. before you even put your foot in the door, you just need to ask yourself do you want to? And then just have an honest assessment of what does that actually mean? I know so many
1: photographers though, that just like they, they were doing it. Somebody said, Hey, I'll pay you to do this. They're like, I don't really even like doing this, but sure I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And now they're, you know, they're successful photographers, but they don't like photography as much as like the other guy. And that, that's the thing that, you know, it's, it's frustrating. It's like, well, why can't the clients come to the guy who actually likes it? Yeah. You know, like, Dude, that if that guy wants to be painting pictures instead of taking photos. He should be painting pictures. But that's the thing, and like, you need, like evaluating is huge because if you're not in it, like if you're not like, well, okay, I want to do something for the rest of my life. Photography is that thing. The best way to evaluate was like, is like for me. Okay, I'm gonna have to spend forty five. I don't know, I don't know the statistic, but it's like forty something percent of my life doing one thing. It's probably going to be photography. And so, how can I make money with that? And with that stemmed the okay, so I could either be a product photographer, I could run a media company, I could do all sorts of things. But, media company for me, there is no, there is absolutely no like cap as to how much you can make, who you can work with, what you can do, when you can go to lunch. Like, that stuff, that, that, like, I'm, for those of you who don't know, I'm not a big fan of school. Um, just like the, the way it's run nowadays. But the thing that I hated most was they told me when to go to lunch. They told me when I was done with lunch. They told me what I was having for lunch. They, you know, they, they told me what I had to do for eight hours and I had no say in it. And that absolutely drove me insane. You're a fan person.
0: You're still a fan of learning and education. Oh,
1: a hundred percent. I learn yeah. more now than I did in high school. Yeah.
0: Because like.
1: It's just – it's not the learning. It's the way that they enforce it because the kids that don't want to learn – I, I – you know, as a creative person, that's something you have to get used to is – as a creative uh, – as, like, somebody who's creative, you get mixed in with the people who, you know, don't like school just because they're lazy. Like, you know, if you if you don't like school because of how captivating it is and how much time it eats up out of your life, it you get mixed in with those lazy people who are like, well, you – you know – you, you don't like school because it's hard work. No, it's not because it's hard work. It's because I'm not learning something that I'm not. Gonna, I'm learning something I'm not going to use, as opposed to learning something that I do yeah. want to use and I will use. And so that that was for me. Like that whole process drove me to becoming a photographer. And I'm going to dig into the next step as to how you get your foot in the door. Um, so basically, the the easiest way to get your foot in the door and there are, there is, this has been debated for years whether you you start out asking for money or you don't free work in my my opinion will rock your world if you're trying to yeah. start a business it is amazing yeah. so here's what you do and people say don't like you know people say well if you're going to give out free work you know like then you're not worth anything truly here's here's the easiest way to do something you offer a Hands down to so so say you want to go work for this sandwich shop, right? Uh, you want to go do a, you want to go do a photo session there, and you want to get paid to do it here 's your easiest way. you offer them free work, not not consistent free work. You say, all right, sandwich shop, I want to provide you with some awesome photos, and I'd like to make money at it. I will give you a sample of what I can do by coming in and providing either a micro photo shoot or a full blown photo shoot. And I will provide everything that I would provide for you every single month. um, But next month, it's going to cost you. But I will do it for free this time. This one's on the house. And they – to get – people can take the free – like, do not make people sign up um, to pay to get the free photo shoot. Like, let them have it. Like, you give – that is something you just give away to every business that asks for it. Um, And then – so say you you go and you do this photo shoot and – Maybe you realize you don't like shooting sandwiches and it didn't turn out very well. Well, then you know, and now they didn't pay you for something that you're not happy with.
0: Yeah. Um, and then you're not on the hook either. You're like, not on the
1: hook. They're not going to be mad at you because it was free. Yeah. And, but if so, say it turns out even better than you thought it did. Well, now guess what happens? They, they're like, wow, this guy came in here, gave us a free photo shoot. It turned out awesome. We're getting great feedback. We're going to hire this kid to do our work for him. For us. And so that and then you basically say so they say, all right, can you do another photo shoot for us? And then you, you start them out like at whatever you feel, you know, whatever price you feel is worth it. Um, and you, you say, or, or basically another way to evaluate what you should charge would be like, you know, you go do that, you know, couple hour photo shoot at the sandwich shop. And you you after you're done, you say, that was a lot of work. I wouldn't do it for X. I would like, I wouldn't go do that again for X. Um, and then that's, that's your base rate right now. So, yeah.
0: And there's, so to, to sum that first tip up, it's basically just provide your work for free. Now here's a very tactile, easy in theory. It's it's easier said than done way to do this. If you're on Instagram already and you have, and you're consistently posting photos and you're trying to beat the Instagram algorithm, um, and you're posting consistently, Go on Instagram, and so if you live in Chicago, just find small, local mom-and-pop – or mom
1: – what am I trying to say? Mom-and-pop shops. That's not, what I'm trying not, to say, yeah. find n- Don't find, find a corporate place because they've always – like they're always booked through corporate. Like corporate will yeah. make sure that they have a media company doing stuff for them. Yeah, so
0: like don't go to a subway. Go to –
1: yeah. Uh, Advertisements are already done.
0: Yeah, like. go, so you want to find something local, and – but find them on Instagram and evaluate their Instagram page. And if they are already posting some killer photos of their, of their product or of their services that they're providing, find, find a a local business where you live that isn't killing it on Instagram. And if you think you could do better or you could match their quality, Mm -hmm. then I would just go to them and you can, you can DM them right inside of Instagram. You could show up at their business with your camera and say, Hey, um, I'm a photographer getting started. I would like to provide a free photo session for you. And because it's free, you can give them whatever you want. If you only want to take 15 pictures, you only have to give them 15 pictures. Um, And so that's, that's where the power comes in. I mean, the balls in your court, you Mm -hmm. are leading in that. Um, And then there's, there's two trains of thought to this. Now, when you're getting started, you want to do something for free. Or a couple of things for free because you have no experience. You need to build some kind of a, quote, corporate portfolio yeah, that and you can use when you're giving your pitches later yeah. on. Once you get to the point where you can start charging money, let's pretend that you've done five free photo sessions for different businesses. Now you're charging money. Um, you're going to want to start smaller just because that's, that's where everybody starts. I mean you can start charging – two thousand dollars for a photo session right away um and you might get people to buy it and if so
1: good for you yeah good for you but if
0: you're like the average person it's going to probably be closer to that hundred to three hundred dollar mark that you're going to be charging for photos um and and if that for you like
1: if you go in and do a photo shoot for somebody and like for me i know for a fact that i'm not saying this is a determining factor but for me, the first time I got paid for my work was mind-blowing. Like I was yeah. like, oh, my goodness. This hobby of mine literally just put money in my pocket, and I feel like I did no work. Even though you did, you provided value um, because, you know, I guess what? the owner of that sandwich shop wasn't doing. They weren't learning how to work that camera that you have. They didn't buy the camera. They didn't spend the time out constantly getting frustrated shooting, mm-hmm. you know, like – improvising and adapting and they they did not spend that time and you to you it was fun and that's why this job is amazing is because you know to you it's fun but to them it's all this work that they don't even want to deal with and so they're paying you to deal with it and and provide them with the stuff that they they can't do themselves and so you know and if you ever get anybody that that comes to you for free work um and you, you offer them pricing. Like, so say you've already done, you know, free work, um, uh, for this person or whoever it is. Um, basically it, you know, like we've had people that come to us and say, um, uh, you know, can you do more free work? And we're like, no, this is how much we charge, you know, cause we're, we're a business. We're not a, you know, a nonprofit. We don't just provide people with value. Um, for, you know, the whole point is to make money off this and pay your bills, uh, so that we can continue to do it. And we've had businesses and people get mad because they're like, well, you, you gave this person, you know, a free shoot. You gave me a free shoot, but I want it again. And people like people honestly will contact you expecting you do free work, even though they never heard that you produce free work. Like they could find, they could just randomly, randomly find a media company on, like, I know people have randomly found us online and then asked us for free stuff. And it's like, it, it doesn't work like that. That's not business. Um, but for the people, and and here's another thing. You need to find somebody who's got a lot of eyes on them. Um, that'll help boost you. If you've got a company that um, just has a lot of eyes in general um, and they look new or whatever, like, you want to make that free worth it. So instead of getting it, getting you know, instead of a tr- you guys trading money for photos, you're trading um, exposure for photos, and that's yeah. the whole point of doing the free work. The free work is so that they share their work, um, your name gets put out there, and then other companies come knocking at your door saying, "Hey, can you shoot my stuff too?" And that that's that's
0: the whole point of free work. Yeah, and real quick on that, um, <clears throat> something that a a lot of people who offer creative services are victims of is businesses who say, Hey, can you do this? Uh, whatever for me, it'll give you exposure. Mm -hmm. And the business wants to trade your creative services, your creative work for exposure. Now, in theory, that makes sense. You do work for subway and subway is reaching millions of people with their advertisements. Sounds like a win win, but it's not. If you ever have a business that wants to pay you through Mm -hmm. exposure, unless just it's like <laughs> unless it's yeah unless it's like Coca-Cola or Nike saying yeah you'll get this exposure and you can brand everything you make mm-hmm. for us you need to just say just politely say no we actually charge for our work or another way to do it
1: so that you can kind of eliminate the bullcrap crap that they they tend to come to you with these companies come to you cuz they want they just want you they want to use you they're in no way wanting to give you or provide you with value so to really find out whether they're you're misinterpreting, like, you know, they, they truly want to give you a lot of exposure and they can offer that. The best way to do that is, you know, set up some sort of deal with them and say, all right, I'm willing to do some work for exposure, but you have to promise me this dollar sign or this amount of clients booked through that exposure that you're supposedly giving me. Yeah. If you can't guarantee me a cent, I can't, I'm not doing anything for you.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that's, we've we've done work with clients in the past where um they haven't had a money mm-hmm. uh, we, i mean we they haven't paid us through money but we've worked out deals where um they will then provide the opportunity for us to make money through like another we, opportunity
1: you know we're not going to put any names out there for just for the, our client's sake but we we are about to work with a client that could that can't necessarily upfront afford our costs, but they have over that company has over hundred and fifty clients um that need photos and want photos so like that so what they're doing is we we're providing them with content and then they are setting out order forms for us for-, for you know photography yeah. and that that's going to be a a you know, several thousand dollar job, but they didn't pay us so that, you know, it it is a win-win in that situation. Yeah. They're providing everything else.
0: Yeah. And they're just where the exposure that they're giving us is direct exposure to their clients who are going to pay us. Um, So, I mean, it is a guaranteed thing that will be making us I mean, it, we will be and, being repaid for. And what
1: the company – and so what we don't make off of that, the company will reimburse us. Yeah, like we've, so.
0: we've set a dollar amount at the, the the video that we're producing for them now. Um, I mean, we've put a dollar amount on it, and they have basically said that, yes, we will um, – if through this other opportunity that we are offering you guys, if, if that doesn't pay the, the value of your guys' mm-hmm. video – then we will make up the rest of it. So yeah, um, and, and that's just creative pricing. Which exactly. That, that gets into the next point. Like after you've kind of got your foot through the door and you've done some free work, mm-hmm. um, the next tip that is just crucially important, and you will thank yourself for this later or kick yourself in the butt for not doing this later, make contracts. Oh, my Any, Anybody this you could ever be a contract do or a, this
1: could be a contract. An this episode could be a, in of itself. Yeah, because like, and we'll just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get into it a little bit briefly. But with a contract, we've had so many people screw us over. We have like, they. You know, even even with contracts, we've signed. We've had signed contracts, and people just don't pay. They just they they excuse after excuse after excuse. Um, Um, after, you know, we've done the work and so we are starting to require 50% down on all of our stuff, um, that we, that we provide. And then the day of the shoot, another, you know, the last half, um, and that eliminates a lot of, you know, stress because we right now with all the open contracts that we have with somebody, we could take a lot of people to court and make a lot of money, but we're nice. So (laughs) it's so annoying.
0: The, the bigger takeaway in all of that is just the contract is there to protect yes. you and them. Um, and I don't care if it is your friends, if it is oh your mom, goodness, yeah. your aunt, your uncle, if any time there is an exchange of your creative services for cash, for money or, or for anything, if, if there is some form of a trade, you need to sign a contract because at the end of the day, it protects. It it exists to protect both parties. Um, now, the thing is, if if you are an honest working person and you provide what you say you're going to provide, you have nothing to worry about. Now, if a contract scares you because then you're like, oh, shoot, now I'm kind of like legally required to, if that scares you, you should just stop and not even think twice about doing this. Mm-hmm. And if you ever have any potential client say, um yeah, I don't want to sign any contract, then you should never do business with them. Mm-hmm. Um that contract is there to protect you and to protect them. And um the other thing with the with the contract and Hudson said a little bit about it is you should require some some percentage of it down because I recommend minute,
1: 25 to
0: 50%. Yeah, of of your final estimated quote because as as a photographer or a videographer or anybody who like books a service like that, um, and this is really important with weddings. Any time that you're doing like event coverage, um, which is what a wedding is, you, in order to even block that time off in your schedule, is what a deposit requires. So let me paint a, a picture for you. You have a bride, Susie, and she wants to book for June 27th. Uh, that's when her wedding is. She doesn't want to pay a blessed penny until June 27th, the day of her wedding. And so you. this is before you started signing contracts and requiring a certain percentage down. Then you have Jill come along, and Jill hits you up in May. She's wanting to book her wedding for June 27th as well. So now you have a conflict of interest with that date. Both brides want to take it. You have to tell Jill, I'm sorry, I already have a bride booked. June 27th rolls around, and Susie tells you, no, I ended up getting somebody else. Now, not only have you missed out on the... On Susie's. On on the wedding you could have shot for Susie, you've also lost the money you could have made from Jill's wedding. And so requiring that your client puts a little bit of skin in the game immediately to secure and book that day is crucially important. And what you'll find as you get into... The if if you've never done this before, what I mean, what you'll find getting into this is that that is the professional. I mean, that's just a very professional thing to do anyway. And anytime you find anybody who does not want to participate with that, you should just not work with them because chances are they, if if things like that scare them, it shows where they are actually at in it, and you don't you don't want yeah to work you'll, you'll
1: get people like you'll sit down for a meeting and say you don't sign a contract and say you don't you know say that that wedding with Susie works out and all she wants for her wedding day are 25 photos 25 edited photos right and she wants them on a usb hard drive you you guys come to an agreement you shake hands whatever um you don't sign a contract day of the wedding you go shoot you 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 know then later later that week you provide her with the the 25 photos edited photos with the um the hard drive and she gets mad because i you, i thought we said 45 yeah and then now she's gonna try and sue you she's going to try and sue the pants off of you because she mistook or is just trying to get money out of you yeah
0: the, at, at the end of the day the contract is just a a document that states what the expectations of each party is. And so like, even though it sounds stupid and sometimes over you're over explaining things, that is what the contract is for. So there is no question about what the client is receiving. So Mm -hmm. like as a photographer, you might not think it's that big of a deal to include in the contract that you touch up your photos, you edit them, but you don't touch them up. Um, the bride might expect you to pull that zit off of her face. And if it doesn't say that in the contract um, and it says nothing about it, she might want you to. So that's the other thing. Just with contracts, um, you want to make sure that they have everything. I mean, make sure they protect you. And I would highly recommend taking a contract you type up to a lawyer if you know yep. a lawyer, you could probably cut some costs there um and just have them look over it and say hey, you need to add this, you need to remove this, um get yeah, it get it legally is legal. approved. Yeah.
1: And then there's absolutely no way that you can, you know, lose in a sense like you yeah. it's on paper with both parties. Yeah. And that that's the best best way to do it hands down. Um, but, yeah, really protecting yourself in the, the early stages because – and just, you know, in normal stages as well. But, like, you you need to protect yourself because, you know, maybe you've only made, you know, four or five grand with your business. You know, somebody suing you could take you under completely. Like, mm-hmm. you don't even have that money. Like, that that – so protecting yourself is extremely important in the early stages of getting your foot in the door and, you know, starting to, you know – Yeah. Get in with people.
0: And then, unless you've got anything else to say on contracts, I'm ready to move into the next point. Let's go. Okay. Um, The next thing that is crucially important to getting your foot in the door is being willing and eager to do anything. Being scrappy. Yeah. Um, Because, okay, you might be a photographer who wants to shoot only product photography. um for sandwich shops like that's that's the niche you want to get into you don't want to do anything else yeah. but that and that's okay if that's all you ever do from the time you start to riding that that train off into the sunset but you might miss out on so many opportunities if you're not willing to do some other things like oh yeah i know for a fact in in my personal life i don't want to film weddings like primarily um mm-hmm. like i have a blast filming weddings because weddings encompass a wide range of different video opportunities i mean you're doing real estate videography with that comes a lot of stress too yeah there's there's also just a huge amount of stress but i mean you 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 get through it and you start to to learn how to deal with that at the wedding and it's not that big of a deal. But yeah. With weddings, you you get a wide range, and that's why if you're a photographer or a videographer, weddings are an amazing spot to to start because mm-hmm. um, there's such a wide array of what you're shooting. Um, it, I mean, you'll you'll get to experience product photography uh, or video, real estate, portraits, landscapes, literally anything that exists under the sun when it comes to photography or video, you will usually encounter it at a wedding. And it is incredibly, I mean, it's a very humbling experience because you might be a bomb product photographer, but know nothing about portraits. Mm -hmm. You're going to need to learn. Um, But yeah, so personally I don't want to film weddings for the rest of my life. I would like to stick more with, Creative travel videos and yeah. um, I want like be, short films.
1: I want to be riding in a helicopter above the Amazon, taking pictures. Yeah, that's like, where I want to be. But 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 right now, there,
0: yeah. right now we're just not at a point in life where we can turn down all of these other opportunities because it's like in yeah. order to, in order to get to where you want in life, sometimes you need to be willing to eat dirt. And hundred yeah. percent. And if like right now, I. If someone offered me to go shoot their wedding, I would take it because oh, yeah. it's I mean, it's still taking photo and video. It's still something I enjoy. You still
1: get to pick up a camera for the day. Yeah. And you're making money at it.
0: Yeah. So just because you get an opportunity to do video or photo and it might not be the exact way you want to do it, you should still take it. Now, I mean, it kinda depends. If you if if you have some hardcore moral against motocross events, maybe don't go shoot motocross events. If you just can't stand them, Mm -hmm. then whatever. Like I'm not sitting here trying to tell you how to do it, but if you can get paid to go shoot at a motocross event and it's not your favorite thing in the world, but you want to be a photographer, you should go shoot that motocross event because maybe what you really want to do is be a portrait photographer. Motocross photography and portrait photography are two totally different animals And it might make you get outside of your comfort zone. You might learn some new skills. Maybe you run
1: into this millionaire that just wants portrait photography all day long. Yeah. And that's the (laughs) other thing is
0: by being scrappy and putting yourself in opportunities where – or putting yourself in settings that you might not normally find yourself in, getting outside your comfort zone, you will be exposed to other bigger opportunities in the future. Like. I bring up the motocross event because that actually happened to me. Yeah. No part of me wants to shoot motocross for a living, but I had an opportunity to go shoot a motocross event. And Mm -hmm. through that, I had, I can't even remember who it was, but I know uh, a client I got later down the road, I got just because I showed up with a camera to this motocross event. (laughs) Um, And like, I mean, it's crazy. So. The the yeah the, the main takeaway from that is just be scrappy and be willing to do anything um, yeah 100%. I, as as long as it aligns with your morals and and whatever but yeah being scrappy is incredibly important
1: yeah you need to be able to just you know yeah maybe taking pictures of food all day isn't your favorite thing but dude you get to take pictures all day just yeah see it like that not like unless like if you, you photography is for you. And that's the only thing you want to do. Be glad you're not making the sandwiches. Be glad you're taking photos of the sandwiches. For you sure. got to be happy for what you're doing. And then another thing is, you will never move forward if you don't have a goal. So if you if you're trying to figure out, okay, where am I supposed to go from here? Uh, I don't like taking pictures of food, but I've always wanted to be a travel photographer. Well, maybe on the side, start doing travel photography and start working your way into that field. Yeah. And then you know, but a big piece that you can use is maybe you took you know, maybe you're a travel photographer that uses you know, oh I've been taking pictures for eight years, but you know, seven of those years have been food photography. But like nobody needs to know that. Like well and the that's other thing big is playing point. Yeah, and the
0: other thing is so in that example of maybe you've been taking you've gotten really, really good at uh food photography and but you want to be a travel photographer Because the goal of being a travel photographer is being able to travel. Why don't you travel and take pictures of different foods from different cultures? Like, You might not love taking pictures of food, but if you're really good at it and it gets you closer to what you want to do in life and Mm -hmm. it takes you closer to your goals, do it. Yeah. So that was just a pippy poppy idea in my head. Um, And then the only other tip I have to to kind of get your foot in the door is just continuously push through. You'll, you will face these brick walls after brick walls and you'll probably end up in a lot of creative ruts or motivational ruts, which is actually another episode that we're going to be recording Ooh, yeah. here soon. Um, with a buddy of ours, but, um, consistently push through that. Um, and that's why if you're not on Instagram as a photographer already, continuously posting every single day pictures that you have taken, even if they're not your favorite pictures, you need to. Yeah. Um it's not about getting likes, it's not about getting a bunch of followers and all that That's nice what comments. you
1: want. It can be a job. Yeah. Like let that be known. But it can be a job. Yeah. You can make but a lot of money, The it.
0: the purpose of posting on just sharing yeah. your work, it's it's not to get a lot of positive feedback. That is a huge benefit and it boosts your ego, but you don't live for the likes. Um, You're, you're doing that more so as a practice and an exercise for yourself to be consistent Mm -hmm. and continuously grow and, and be doing new things related to your craft. Um, Plus if you're trying to pitch yourself to uh, another company, like, Hey, let me provide you a free photo shoot if they check you out on Instagram, so like, and
1: you got pictures of your dog and like,
0: yeah, like if if you have, if you're using Instagram as a social media platform to just post pictures of whatever you want, that's all fine and dandy. But then you need to start another Instagram account that kind of serves as a portfolio because even a business that you're providing free content for kind of getting your foot in the door with them, especially, they're they're gonna check you out beforehand, mm. especially if you're reaching out to them on Instagram. Yeah, they're gonna th- like they're gonna figure out if it's even worth wasting their time with. Because yeah. if if they check you out and you just got picture of picture after picture of you or political and your crap dog, or, you know yeah. anything. And that's that's really important. I'm glad you brought that up. Like I don't care if you are Republican, Democratic, Christian, Muslim, whatever. Like. Your business account is not the place to do that. Yeah. Um you just need to stay out of that stuff. If that's incredibly important that you use your social media accounts to further, further your yeah. your belief system, that's all fine and dandy, but don't be mad when somebody doesn't hire you because you were screaming like an idiot on Facebook about who you think should yeah. be the next congressperson. Like
1: Yeah. Like you don't you'd like be extremely careful about what you say online because it can bite you in the butt when it comes to booking client, clients or just meeting people in general. Like you never know who you're going to meet, but I can guarantee you you're not going to meet a whole lot of people if you're offending and and making, you know, and angering everybody that finds you. Yeah. Like don't make your, your page this, you know, this just place of pushing, you know, if, if you want to, if you truly want business success, leave that.
0: Out. yeah so that would be just the the last thing is let your instagram account or your facebook page for your photography or whatever it is you're doing let that serve as a portfolio um even before you have paying clients because mm-hmm. it was totally 100 percent a free portfolio you can direct yeah uh potential clients back to
1: i got hired for a job based off of my instagram account yeah like
0: a big job so so have i we that's that's just met yeah. with we just met with uh, yeah. a client yesterday that was solely based off instagram yeah exactly that so, that is instagram is the place to be people yeah so i think that's all i've got as that's far as regarding this goes yeah. um and speaking of instagram if you mm-hmm. aren't following us already on instagram you definitely should Uh, you can follow me at Justin Sanders official and you can follow Hudson at Hudson Sanders official. Yeah. Um, and yeah, go ahead. Give us a follow. We don't have a website for the podcast, but you can check out our website at Sandersmedia.net. And if you have any ideas or any questions, feel free to shoot us a message on Instagram and we'll gladly talk about them on the podcast. So for now, that's it. Bye Felicia.